five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready Set Home Podcast, your premier podcast for the Toronto Defiant and the Vancouver Titans. I am Chris at Lightforce, the voice without access to the Overwatch 2 beta. I hate the game; it's dead. I caught podcast co-hosts are horrible people because <laughs> they're in and I'm not. Uh, and those ho- uh, hosts, I can't even say them their names properly because <laughs> I'm so upset. Are Oni at Oni Strife and Jordan at Sir Doctor JM. Uh, unwelcome, gentlemen. Overwatch is dead. Long live Overwatch. Anyone who doesn't have access to Overwatch 2 uh, is officially banned from listening to this podcast or recording it. <laughs> okay, well, catchphrase! <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, you, did, you didn't ca- like pass the, the coolness threshold, I guess. It's, I get, it, no, I, I, that must be it. Like, am I shadow banned? Like, is, is, I bet you my, my uh, Junkrat main... Uh, alt account or whatever probably mm-hmm. got in and i i should check log in as yeah. it like th- the part that i think um is driving me most crazy about all this and i don't know how the invites are working to the to obviously if it's based on time or what have you a friend of mine didn't know anything about the overwatch 2 beta chatting with him over the course of the weekend goes in yesterday and like signs in to like you know, pre-register or whatever. I'm like, Oh dude, like you're just better off. Watch the streams at this point. Like, yeah. you know, four hours. And, uh, and he has sends me a note. He's like, Oh yeah, this overwatch two bait is pretty cool. I've been, I've been enjoying it this afternoon. How does he get in? And I don't. Yeah. I, I registered like on day one, like everyone, um, barely like I registered my wife as well. She didn't get in. Um, the funny thing is when they said like, Oh, 11 AM Pacific, I thought like whoever did not get in at that time, that's it. You're done. You, you got to wait for tomorrow. And I ch- logged out, logged in, did the whole, you know, shtick F5ing. Mm-hmm. But I got in like around 3 p.m. Pacific, which is kind of odd. So I, I don't know how many waves they've had uh, today, but yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not... I honestly don't even know when I got mine. Um, like many others, I did not see an email, although I was keeping an eye on my email all day long. And then I checked late this evening, and sure enough, the uh, yeah. the Overwatch 2 public test, or whatever it's called, on the uh, Battle.net launcher was sitting there waiting for me. So uh, I'm not uh, sure let why. Me, let me check but... it right now, because I have the access on like, uh, Chris here. It says mm-hmm. Overwatch 2 tech beta tech beta that's what it was that's what it was (laughs) and i'm also not to brag or anything but i'm a console player so i'm sitting over here without a pc capable of playing this game at this moment at this moment i am looking at that situation but uh i I have it i can't play it but neither Mm -hmm. can light force Mm -hmm. i i I didn't play a bunch though i played uh, all roles i played uh new maps it's uh it's fun it's good Maybe we should have a private call after this so us Overwatch 2 beta testers can discuss. <laughs> Does that sound good on me? Yeah, I don't think okay. like, um, you know, he's uh, he should be privy to this kind of information. Mm. At well, this we, wouldn't, point. we wouldn't want him leaking any any important no, information. No, so. mm. no, not without signing an NDA or something like that. True. Maybe, maybe after that. We'll see. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, you know, enough of that. Let's, let's get on with the show. Obviously, uh, big news over at two beta slide. We'll get into that in the fray. Uh, but there's some, uh, pretty exciting news as it pertains to, uh, the Toronto defiance we'll get into in a moment in the payload. Uh, Vancouver Titans got a few things going on as well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the Overwatch League is just over a week away from resumption, uh, season five. Mm-hmm. And, uh, our next week's show might be pretty darn solid if a interview uh, request lines up, which we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, let's start pushing this payload. Moving the payload. Join me. So the big news, which came out again, like day after we record an episode, doesn't think Wednesday. I mean, podcast meta podcast lore. Wednesday is the day when the big news drops, but uh, a community update. Uh, the third one of this, uh, this off season, uh, dropped a whole lot of information about, uh, what was happening within the context of the league. We'll speak to most of it in the fray, but the big one was how it pertained to Toronto. And as you probably already know, Toronto is going to be hosting the summer showdown tournament in September, which is still summer. It's just the tail end of summer. Mm-hmm. Um, now that doesn't guarantee that the Toronto defiant will be playing though i would imagine their goal is if they're going to host to obviously be present but uh it is huge news like this is a return to live events and here is one in toronto i'd like to read between the lines of when adam had joined us and suggest that uh, maybe he had dropped a hint or two on our show about something like this might be happening but uh it is now official (laughs) if you want to watch overwatch league action here in canada and you want to see the teams live summer showdowns where it's at september 8 to 11 you know it's it's a good thing that canada is so small i can just you know hop on a bus and and get over there and mm. uh make it make a uh an afternoon out of it <laughs> a few afternoons <laughs> yeah yeah i so for those who listen to the show who do not understand the geographical uh, size of uh, this vast nation, um, to fly between Vancouver and Toronto is a five-hour flight. Oh, she big. Uh, like, it's five hours. <laughs> I, was, I was actually just completely off the rails here. I watched a YouTube video, this, like, uh, travel sort of blogger, who had said he was flying on the longest domestic flight in the UK. Five hours. Huh. Now, it wasn't five hours direct either. It was five hours transit time with two stops along the way. Oh, because it was like a total yeah, it was like five plane. hours in the UK. <laughs> uh, from <laughs> south to north. But the point is, is that that trip, that would be like flying like across British Columbia. <laughs> Not even leaving the province. <laughs> no, exactly. In case you were curious, it would be approximately a 41-hour drive from Vancouver <sighs> to Toronto. And that is... 4,340 kilometers. If you'd like that in miles, you'll have to do the conversion yourself. But it doesn't even go through Canada if it wants to take the oh, quickest route. Yeah, the quick, it will go the quickest across the border. Down into the States. Oh, go yeah. through Washington, oh. Montana, South Dakota, oh, Minnesota, my. Wisconsin, Michigan. I think Tor- Toronto is like almost the same uh, latitude as like uh, Northern California. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh, is in it really? fact, like the, the handle link goes like into California. It's a Southern point of Canada. Like we are further North than Toronto is. Uh, My brother once drove from here to London, Ontario to uh, get their puppy. He came back a different person, a changed man. He was never (laughs) the same. 
after riding in the car with a dog oh. for that many hours. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't even know if the dog was the biggest concern. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, it is a huge event. One in which that uh, we as a group have sort of talked about possibly attending. I, I think there is a good chance at least one of us will be there. Um, I will admit it's an investment. So for anyone who might think I'm going to travel to Toronto, um, you could probably fly in like premium economy or potentially business class there domestically and pay the same amount in airfare that you would for the, you know, few nights of hotel. I actually did the math. And if you fly on one of the ultra low cost airlines from Vancouver to Toronto and back, it would be cheaper to book five return flights and simply <laughs> travel there back and forth than it would be to actually then stay in a hotel too. Yeah, hotel well, prices are just oof. wow. So, uh, yeah. Join our only fans account. Uh, I didn't know we had one. <laughs> we do now. <laughs> gotta pay, gotta pay for these big podcasting costs. But, uh, again, we'll, we'll be talking more about the event, the closer we get to it. Uh, if you're interested in learning more, uh, the Toronto Defiant um, have not yet announced the venue. They plan on doing so soon. Uh, details as to how to, to get passes and, and sort of the event itself will also be dropped. Uh, and uh, it's going to be a cool party. My hope is, though, that uh, that we do make the trip out. At least one or more of us can. And uh, maybe, who knows, we record live from the event. We wow. resurrect the RSP YouTube channel. <laughs> What else is going on? Well, as we had talked about, the Overwatch League season is just over a week away, and that means the Vancouver Titans and the Toronto Defiant are both getting in on the action with watch parties. Now, uh, I'm going to start with the Toronto Defiance watch party. Their opening weekend watch party is a one-day event, May 7th. Uh, kicks off at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, and for a novel $11.83 Canadian, <laughs> I'm presuming that that was a $10 cost for your ticket and then whatever fees and taxes on top. Uh, you get to take part in the watch party. Uh, there's a team meet and greet. Uh, there'll be prizes. Um, it's at uh, the Red Bull Gaming Studio and Overactive uh, Media HQ, which is a cool place. Again, if you haven't seen pictures, look at them. It is pretty solid. Um, it includes food, uh, non-alcoholic beverages. Like It sounds like you know for the, the novel price, you're, you're getting quite a bit. Uh, and then the Vancouver Titans, they're actually hosting two opening weekend watch parties. Uh, the first is on May 6th at 12 noon, uh, May 8th. The second one is 11 a.m., uh, both Pacific. The Titans are providing that for free. You still need to get a ticket. You have to go online, get a ticket, and then when the doors open, they probably will scan it. Uh, it sounds like there are going to be uh, Thunder breadsticks available, which I guess are... <laughs> Thunder sticks that look like bread. I don't know. Um, and uh, on the Sunday, the May 8th, there will be a team meet and greet. Um, whereas on the uh, uh, weekday game, uh, it's just uh, head to the sports bar and uh, in, enjoy some good times. I have to admit, I'm surprised they're hosting something at 12 noon. On a Friday. Uh-huh. Hmm. Like, um, I, I, I on like, I am honestly curious. Like, what kind of turnout do they expect? I understand why they're not doing the meet and greet and all that on the Friday. Does Vancouver not play then? 
guess not if they're doing the meet and greet. Well, no. So the uh, the meet and go ahead. The meet and greet I'm going to presume is going to happen after the match. Yeah. Like in in I'm actually trying to think. Did they ever held a meet and greet after? No, because well, no, they had one last year, but it that I don't think that was when they played. Was it? I mean, they are playing in the same building, right? Essentially, so yeah, yeah, they just come downstairs. Down and Boston plays Vancouver May sixth at two thirty p.m. That'll be my right. time. So, yeah, one thirty. Yeah, that, there's nothing like you don't. Well, I mean, if the players show up on the Friday, that hasn't been advertised for the Vancouver event. Mm, it's okay. just the time. Like, school's in, so anyone who happens to be in school and of school age, mm-hmm. either skipping or. <laughs> Too cool not, for school. Um, someone like me who's got a day job, I, I just, I won't be there. Um, I don't like, I guess I could go to the office for, for the first time in a long time downtown, but then am I stepping away for like a short lunch break? And then like, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a weird thing to host sort of any which way you look at it. I'm not going to fault them. I just wonder when they open the doors to the sports bar, are they going to pay for staff and maybe like three people who show up? I I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess they will. No, there'll, there'll still be people. I I, I assume. Oh like, yeah, there will be. But like you know what I mean? Like the Sunday makes sense. Um, and like I look at the the Defiant. I mean, Defiant hosting theirs on the on the Saturday makes sense. Weekends bigger draw. If it was an mm-hmm. evening, I could sort yeah. of I could see that. I mean, but again, it's just a. Yeah. They they held some um, not very full events in the past. It was fine. It wasn't too bad. No, no, I know. I'm not. Again, I'm not going to complain about yeah. the Vancouver Titans of all organizations from doing something for the community. This is a good thing. Yeah. It's just I don't think anyone have been too upset if they didn't have the Friday watch party. Yeah, right. I think uh, I have the tickets for both events. You I'm not sure about the Friday. Um, I I, I want to go. On one hand, I really do enjoy the experience there. The atmosphere is really nice. You know, this is the same people anyway. I get to meet a lot of friends. But for me, it's also pretty hard to really get into the game like analytically, almost right. It's hard to to figure out what's going on and just like, oh, this team's winning, this team's not, and then I have to come back and rewatch the game again to yeah. get some notes down. But but it's it's fun. I'll definitely go at least once this year if they're still you know having them i've obviously never been to one of these being not geographically located where they happen um do they like describe to me what it's like do they put the game on all the tvs in the sports bar can you even hear the commentary or is it kind of you know you can okay so so people will would sit around there's a ton because it's a sports bar right located mm-hmm. in called the, the sports Canucks bar and the Rogers Arena nice. they have plenty of TVs not only that it can also go and take a pee and they have the TVs over the urinals <laughs> so so you're connected uh mm-hmm. they have food they have beverages and, and it's easy to see the yeah. sound system is really really nice okay um it's it's cool and the fun thing about it is like when when big plays happen the entirely you know the entire yeah the like, pop ah, of the that's that's sure. the biggest yeah. uh, uh value in it and it's a lot of fun unless like <laughs> the game is lost and then it's like oh like a collective groan but even that <laughs> is like more fun than just you know being sad alone i guess oh, yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah, there's and always like merch and, and printouts they're doing a good job of, of those i'd say uh 
from yeah. from season two really never yeah. never had a like bad experience at the sports bar so it's a lot of fun yeah if if i have one complaint about the sports bar is that you're paying arena pricing for your wobbly pops mm. Mm, sure um like if you if you want to go and enjoy a, a beverage of the uh adult variety you're not gonna find a a reasonable price <laughs> sneak them in in your in your bumper bar. uh froster cup <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for uh, forgive but, my but, ignorance what do you guys call the stadium out there rogers so, arena is, is it is, you just call it rogers arena though no that's what it's called rogers arena yeah sure what i'm getting oh, at like, is in calgary we, it, we have we call the it the Raj. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, fair. it's called the Raj. Previously, when it was GM Place, it was the Garage. Uh, uh, some okay. people will have have tried to give it another name, like the the phone booth or or some silly stuff like that. But now it's just oh, called the Raj. It's, I got it. <laughs> the, <laughs> it took the, me a minute. The struggle with like Rogers essentially having the naming rights on every major sports arena across like Canada. Mm-hmm. Like you have Rogers Place in Edmonton. Yeah. There's Rogers Arena here. There's like there's I think there's two Rogers places. There's Rogers Arena, Rogers Stadium. Um I don't know what's the Sky Dome called these days? The Rogers Center, I think, but everyone still calls it the Sky Dome. What what I was getting at, you you said the wobbly pops and oh. at at the Saddle Dome in Calgary we call it dome foam. So I was wondering if there was an equivalent, uh, but it's often semi foamy, but it has a certain flavor of its own. That's for sure. Oh, I mean the, the saddle dome is an old barn, so you're probably getting uh, some, some vintage, uh, asbestos. in there. well, I wasn't going that direction. No, I I get what you're saying. It's uh, it's a good time, but, um, the other uh, news of uh, the week is the Vancouver Titans are giving away two tickets to the Battle of Texas. Now, by the time you listen to this episode, the draw will have likely occurred. Essentially, you need to engage with a tweet. And what those two tickets will get you access to is the Battle of Texas live event. We'll talk more about that in the fray. What's very important to note about this is, one, the Battle of Texas is not happening in Vancouver. <laughs> it's, okay, like, you are... You are going to have two tickets to an event in Texas. Travel not included. Yeah. I, again, will not complain about the Vancouver Titans of all organizations looking to engage the community reward. It is kind of like, Hey, if you can win this and you can go and make a trip of it, what an experience. It's just weird. I mean, yeah, someone's gonna get it. It's pretty pretty awesome. Like I I, I don't think I saw a, a team that does no. something like this before. It's so so strange, but like, why not, right? Well, I if you got, I mean, part of me wonders: did, does the, each team get a few tickets for this event? And the Titans have just decided not sending anyone. Like I again, I will not. I will not complain. I'm simply stating it is <laughs> weird. Yeah, right? like. I mean, you, you have to figure their largest fan base is mostly local. So it is going to be a slanted in that direction. And on top of that, it is at least somewhat easier and cheaper to travel in the States than it is within Canada even. So it's it's a stretch for someone to make it to Toronto if they're not from Toronto. But it's less of a stretch if you're in a neighboring state to Texas and trying to get there kind of thing obviously if we're up here and we win then yeah that's a big stretch but (laughs) yeah yeah 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a fan of the Titans who happens to just live on the West Coast in Washington or wherever, yeah, you're right. Um, for us to travel from Vancouver, it's probably just as expensive to get to Texas as it is to go to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, if you hear this episode in time, check out the Vancouver Titans Twitter account. I, I don't know. I don't think it actually said um, a time. It, maybe it did, but it did say that uh, they were going to draw a winner on April 27th. So there we have it. That's everything that's happening. Big Toronto news, as we talked about, Summer Showdown. Uh, the hope is, is that one or more of us will be there. Um, I have already booked the time off through the day job. Like I have literally put in the vacation request. Uh, I have started to crunch the numbers. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, just maybe, RSP gets a big hotel sponsor. Because I think if, if we could get a hotel sponsor, guaranteed I'm there. Anywho, is sure. what it is. Marriott, if you're listening... We're open. Dude, Holiday and Express works for me, buddy. <laughs> I thought Paris Hilton was a fan of Ready Set Pwn. Am I wrong? Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I'm willing to rename the podcast to uh, Ready Set Paris Hilton Pwn or whatever. I don't know if that's a good name. <laughs> hey, whatever gets us the Ready Set we're Paris. Already having, we're already having to uh, apologize okay, okay. To, uh, to Avril for using Pwn and. 2022. Yeah, I, th- I think no. he reached out yeah. to someone at Overwatch and and just told them not to give you access to the beta because of that. <laughs> He's that like, is prob- this guy's bullying me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyhow, before we get any weirder here, let's dive into the fray. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to presume there will be changes to Overwatch League rosters until like the season is over. It seems every week uh, teams are adding players. And I, I get sort of, we're in this weird stage where we've seen some leave, some be added. Um, what's interesting is that, again, only one of these is now official. And what I mean by official is that it's on the Overwatch League uh, website, but there's been a number of team announcements since our last episode. We're going to kick off with the uh, Los Angeles Valiant. They've added, uh, is it Eshin and uh, Sasson to their, uh, their roster? Uh, Eshin is the one who's official. He is on the overwatchleague.com uh, player tracker for 2022. I want to say I actually heard it's literally Easy Han. Easy Han. I okay. think I, I heard mean, that earlier today. I could be wrong, but you know, oh no, it pr- probably is. Yep. But uh, DPS player coming in, and then uh, Assassin was the other. Uh, the Florida Mayhem have unofficially, officially added Exe. I mean, we sort of knew this was going to be happening. Um, they've made the hey, you know, welcome announcement, but not yet on uh, the Overwatch League website. Uh, the Philadelphia uh, Fusion have added uh, Bellas Rea. Am I saying that correct, Belisrea? That one I don't. Close know. enough. Yeah. Close I mean, enough. I I don't know <laughs> the player names, and it'd be whole much easier if everyone was called Bob. Um, <laughs> Would it though? No, you already have a Bob. <laughs> There's it's, Bob throwing the Bob. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> um, and then the the London uh, Spitfire have added Landon. Uh, did you see the <laughs> oh, player announcement? That's another. 
tongue twister, Landon Spitfire. Yeah. Well, and but that's the thing. Like on the player announcement, you know, he's in his you know previous jersey, um, holding the finger up, pointing. You know, and they've done the Photoshop, so it's pointing at the O that now has an A slapped over top of it. Uh, and then uh, the the New York Excelsior have added Drake. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't get what what is their like um, intention with that tweet that, to be funny. It, I think it's to be it's a complete <laughs> meme. Like, um, I honestly so, thought it was funnier when uh, Paris replied to the announcement of Landon and said, "Do we need to find a player named Porus now?" I <laughs> Paris Hilton. They could have, they could sign Paris Hilton. They could. They could. I never thought oh. we'd bring her up like twice in the same episode or at all for that matter. <laughs> Well, the, we, we should call this the Paris Hilton episode. Yeah, the Excelsior, um, <laughs> who have rebranded, like we, we've talked about this, what, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, whenever it was. Um, if you look at their, their logo, it's completely different. Like, I think we're going to see full on different jerseys instead of the NYXL brand, which is another company name. We're going to see New York Excelsior, more like sort mm-hmm. of graffiti style. Mm-hmm. Um, they teased a, because they need player six, right, to be announced. Player six is already under contract. Sean Miller has has confirmed that a month or more ago. Mm-hmm. So why they haven't announced it? Who knows? Um, they tease an announcement by tweeting out a picture of someone listening to one of Drake's albums. Halo goes and takes a poke at it and announces that they've signed Drake, um, and then the New York Excelsior go and retweet Halo and actually you know, include the welcome to, you know, New York Drake. It's, oh, it's, it's essentially, okay, it's, it's, okay. it's full on memory, but yeah, I, I was out of the loop. I was, well, as well. I, it is funnier having the context of the, the song. Yeah. Well, this is the internet. So, yeah, but it, it's the, the thing about all of this though, and this goes back to why until it's on the owl website, I don't take anything as official is that there were legitimately people who were like going off like, Oh, it's because Drake is a personality is involved in esports. Mm-hmm. He like, if you go to and watch any Toronto Raptors game, Drake is like courtside essentially coaching, right? <laughs> like it wouldn't be absurd that suddenly he was involved in more front facing within the context of an esport franchise. Um, but, uh, this is not it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, moving along, uh, Overwatch League uh, uh, update, community update number three, that is, uh, went live uh, shortly after our last episode. Um, and there are some some big updates. First and foremost, uh, the Overwatch League season, while it kicks off in just a week and a half, kicks off only in the Western region. The Eastern region will be delayed by two weeks, uh, and that is due to the um, uh, pandemic and the situation in that region you know, not only sort of getting in the way of live events, but your yeah. league suggesting that they're wanting to uh, go about it the right way. I have no issues with this. Like I, I understand that the entire situation itself remains fluid, especially in a region like China, which has seen a huge increase in, uh, in positive cases. Um, considering the Eastern region has many teams in China it's probably prudent to slow things down. I don't know how much time two weeks buys you. 
Yeah, I don't know um, if, if that's enough time for Chengdu to <laughs> well, figure out what, what's going on there. There but, are those who suggest that this is simply a way for the Chengdu situation to get sorted out. Oh, I hope. But yeah, it's 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 a shame. Uh, we're still in it. Unfortunately, COVID still exists. Hopefully, no games get canceled, but, you know, smart uh, rescheduling applies here once, you know, we're good to go again. Yeah, and, and obviously best to just get ahead of it, right? Don't yeah. don't wait until, I mean, the week before, don't wait till a couple of days before, you know, get ahead of it as early as you can officially make the call. Make the call and and cross your fingers it buys you enough time, right? Um, Because obviously nothing's worse than the last minute rescheduling or cancellation or whatever like we saw back in, you know, especially back in 2020, so. For sure. Yeah. And again, to your point there, Jordan, very, very salient point. Better to give you a head than than have to do it last minute. Um, Yeah. It's just, it's the, the two weeks part. I get that you need to set a date, and I imagine they have backup plans to this backup plan. It's just, it reaches a, a, an inflection point where suddenly you now have much broader implications. Like right now, the two week delay means the remaining, was it two weeks of the, the stage yeah. uh, are essentially going to be condensed. They'll be playing a lot of overwatch uh, over the course of that period of time in the Eastern region to, to catch up. Um, if you are curious, well, what is the schedule going to look like? Obviously, each and every episode before a weekend, we go through the uh, the schedule on our show. But if you want to find out before we do next week, and actually three weeks from now, because the Eastern Region obviously won't resume for two weeks after that, um, you can go to the Overwatch League uh, schedule. It's fully up to date. Other news. Well, as we had heard, live events are going to be hosted in the West. Uh, we already talked a little bit about the big one. It's going to be in Toronto, the Summer Showdown. But that's not the only live event that has been announced. And that's what's very important. They have said there will be more announcements as the season goes on. So first live event is actually going to happen opening weekend, the Battle of Texas. Yeehaw! Which, if you happen to win those two tickets from the Vancouver Titans, where travel's not included, you have a very short turnaround time to go and plan that trip. Well, like I said, just get on the bus and, you know, well, head down it's there. actually probably easier to take a bus to the U S than it is across Canada. Probably, you know what? I'll, I'll give you that. So, I mean, Greyhound no longer exists here in, in Canada. And I think it's like six different buses to go from Vancouver to Toronto, whereas it might be six different buses uh, to get down to Texas, but at least they all look the same. Um, there's also going to be the two regional tournaments that have been uh, scheduled to be uh, live events, Toronto, the summer showdown, but also the kickoff clash uh, will be hosted by the, the Dallas fuel. So the regional tournaments again are the uh, first and third tournament, mm. whereas like the full on bring everyone together. That's mid season. And then mm. uh, end of season. Are they, pl- they're going to play in um, Texas. In, in Houston or other city? Oh, good. Um, so the Battle of Texas for opening weekend is in San Antonio. And then the kickoff clash will be in Dallas. Okay. So I just checked. And you can get by a bus. But it will take you uh, three days and oh. let's see again. And six hours. 
So if Omni wins those two tickets to the Battle yeah. of Texas, he's gonna he's gonna essentially start his journey. He'll uh, he'll join us on doable. for the next show on the road. It's doable, that's for sure. Streaming live from his car. <laughs> no, no, dude, he's taking the bus. Oh, sorry, live from the bus. That's right. <laughs> yeah. At least we won't have to worry about distracted driving then. Sorry. No, no. Yeah. It's on the air live from Wendover, New Mexico, or <laughs> wherever the heck Wendover is. <laughs> Went to the side of the road at the truck stop where there was some free Wi-Fi to join Jordan. <laughs> Life Force the show. Um, but it's kind of cool. Like the return to live events, we saw a little bit of it last season. I again I'm excited, but I'm also still a little apprehensive, obviously, with the pandemic still being a real thing. I'm, I'm a little more optimistic for what's going to happen in Toronto. Well, a lot more time between now and then, but, uh, but yeah, it's kind of cool to, to see this and, and potentially be part of it. Other news that came out of the community update overwatch league perks are back because everyone needs to know that. Now, what will the perks include? Well, we're accustomed to, uh, essentially earning tokens. That will still be a thing. Watch over watch league action on YouTube. Uh, the, uh, make sure your accounts linked and earn your tokens. Double uh, earnings also, in, um, during, uh, opening weekend. Yeah. Double for the weekend. And then, but there'll also be other double events too. Um, and then you'll also in, in earn sprays, um, during some of the events tournaments will also include some skins and stuff. Like again, it's, you know, digital rewards to consume the yeah. content, nothing new. Is it, but it is back. Was it just but, me or did they talk about a skin for each tournament cycle? Yep, they did. Yeah. And that would be new, right? That's pretty cool, I think. No, they had it before. Yeah, they had the, the MMA. Oh, uh, right. right. Had some more. I, I forgot which one after the May. Oh, how in. quickly I forgot. Well, we have and we have seen like the gray Overwatch League branded. Yeah, I remember those well. ones. But the tournament ones as well. Yeah. But uh, perks are back. And then uh, as far as uh, broadcast is concerned, uh, they have said they're returning to an in-person desk, which is going to broadcast from a mobile studio in the Blizzard campus. Now, that's kept pretty cool, but begs the question, is that just the studio or is that also the casters themselves? And if it's the casters themselves, are the casters who are covering the Eastern region broadcasting from <laughs> California? I would suspect it's just the traditional desk. It's going to be Zoe, Ryan Force, Custa, and uh, Danny. Um, yeah, I, I, I know so in the, I know last season, I think at the start, at least everyone was pretty impressed with uh, some of the improvements they had made to the broadcast. I know I personally was. Well, but it then, was fully digital, right? Until they went to Hawaii. Yeah, but then when we saw um, some of the Eastern matches, it was suddenly like, oh, I see. It's only only the primetime North American matches that get the full desk, that get you know all the player cams and all that kind of stuff. So now having that expectation set, I suspect it's going to be a similar kind of thing where, yeah, all of the Eastern casters, uh, Eastern region casters will probably be... Uh, more remote because I don't think they're all located in the same place either or going to be put up in the same place. Most or a fair number of them are, yeah. are even based out of North America. Right. Um, yeah. So. I mean, well, I'm only 
you know, reading what the, they have on overwatchleague.com. Uh, it's the, we're returning to an in-person desk, which will broadcast from a mobile studio located on the Blizzard campus. So again, it's the desk part, which mm-hmm. to, to me, the desk is, uh, you know, the Zoe and team. Yeah. Agreed. Not the casters. Yeah. But. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Um, and that's it. That's it for the show. I don't want to talk about overwatch too. <laughs> what is there something to talk what? about? Overwatch? There's the overwatch too. I'm still upset the two of you got into the beta. Like while we've been recording the show here, I've been going into the client and looking at game version and all I have live overwatch the entire because time. Because You just said it. It's the two of us. It's overwatch two. If it was overwatch three, then maybe oh, you'd, be you'd, you'd be in. Yeah. You know, even Sam is, you know, chirping at me. And <laughs> I mean, does Sam even remember what overwatch is at this point? Like he will to just, you know, tease you a little bit <laughs> yeah um but i mean omni you've had an opportunity to play uh jordan has not he's just you know proving that he has access and can't uh <laughs> what has been your preliminary thoughts with the overwatch 2 beta experience it's very different but still the same <laughs> it's odd it's like you feel back at home it's not an entirely alien experience of course mm-hmm. uh i find it kind of funky how they took a bunch of um, Overwatch 1 maps and just changed the daylight, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the time. And it feels already a little bit fresh, so that's kind of cool. The game itself is a lot of fun. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. It does feel um, spaced out uh, more fast, faster, I should say. Uh, not that much CC is going on. There's still some, but you're going to have to play around cover. And right now, it feels very chaotic. I don't know. Maybe it's just a beta. Uh, not in every game. Not a lot of people just join voice chat. Sometimes they do, but it feels very chaotic. I'd also say that picks matter so much more now um, mm. because there's just less bodies on, on the field. And if especially the tank, uh, they are super important and hard to take down. Uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, if your if your tank is Orissa, that's even worse because she's impossible to take down. She's like nuts. I've been watching a lot of clips of her, and it yeah, looks like oh. I think the general sentiment is she's a lot of fun. How much of yeah. that comes down to her being a little OP is uh, yet to be right. seen. I think that's but, true. She's very oppressive. Yeah, uh, I played all roles, um, and I understand where the people who are displeased with supports where they're coming from i Mm. think mostly it's because dps got a lot more fun Mm. tanks feel quite a bit more fun and supports feel the same Mm. so it doesn't feel uh special or or novel maybe at this point like the other roles do um yeah so many new voice lines too that's incredible Mm. like it's the same character but they have they just talk all the time and all, all those lines, they're so different and they're much more, um, you know, uh, smart in terms of context. They have like special things to say. I, I've heard quite a lot of, of McCree, like if you die, it's sorry, who? still pretty quick. Uh, Cassidy, sorry about that. Forgot, <laughs> forgot about that. He mm-hmm. says, well, maybe I should take a different angle next or stuff like that. It's Ooh. pretty funny. Uh, I saw a clip. I didn't see it in game, but like, I, I, maybe you saw that one too with with um, Sombra. If you hack a Farah and she falls off the map, she does that. Pshh, pshh, 
voice line. It's great. And it's so like <laughs> specific that maybe you not even hear it, but yeah. the amount of work is amazing. And also yeah. on that note of, of voice lines, the sound is just mm. great. Well, I was going to say in the patch notes that went out, like there's a full section on game sounds different. Nice. Yeah. The entire game sounds it different. feels a bit strange at first. It's mm-hmm. like way more echoey, I'd say. There's like a lot of uh, interesting mechanics that, that they've added to the code to amplify the sound, whether you're in, in uh, um, tunnels or in caves, and, and you can feel it. But the weapons feel much chunkier now. Mm. Like everything has way more impact. Uh, sense of direction is a little bit better. Um, so it sounds a bit strange at first, maybe a bit loud, I'd say, but there's a lot of uh, cool... Uh, ways with which this game feels fresh. Sound is definitely in the forefront. Mm-hmm. It might look samey, but it sounds completely different. So if you like playing with headphones, as you should this game, I think, it sounds uh, much, much better. Uh, what else did I write down here? Um, uh, lots of uh, uh, good quality of life additions. Uh, ping is a good one. Takes a while to remember that it's still there. It's very <laughs> easy to use because you're using uh, the mouse, the scroll wheel. So you can either tap it and then it will just adapt depending on the context of what you're clicking, whether it's an ally or just a place on a map mm-hmm. or or uh, um, 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 an enemy. Or if you hold it, there's like a wheel. Uh, and there's also a scoreboard. Remember that mm-hmm. big discussion? Uh, yeah. So you can see it in match. Tab. Yeah, yeah, the tab. It looks yeah. kind of still a work in progress visually, but it gives you your limbs. Uh, your damage, your heals, assists, and deaths. And the cool thing about it, it shows you the entire team, and it shows you even the enemy team, which is kind of an interesting uh, decision that they made. Nice. Uh, gone are the days of the gold medal. So <laughs> oh, if you want to like spew, oh, I, I can't. Have... I can't go in a chat. Hey, I got five golds. Uh, and you could uh, if, if, you, if you're uh, really good with your, you know, uh, observing the the uh, scoreboard from top to bottom. Then oh, I have actually more. Uh, uh, Damage than the other guy, and you can say, "Oh, I have gold limbs." But maybe people who are new to the game, they'll be like, "What's what's he's talking about?" <laughs> um, yeah, um, it's 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 cool. Like you can tell who are who are who are the people who haven't been playing uh, Overwatch regularly, and they'd be like in chat, "Oh, it's the same game." Like, no, it isn't. <laughs> you haven't been playing this in a while. Uh, it's it's. It's very different. Um, even if you play like the same character mm-hmm. uh, and characters that weren't uh, adjusted, like a Hanzo, for example, it feels different. Everything is like contextualized in 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 a different matter. You have to like consider uh, who is the tank on your team, uh, who is the tank on the opposing team. Is it worth it to, to, to take a flank or not? Mm-hmm. It's cool. Um, yeah, it's been a fun day. I, I'd say like uh, one of the exciting parts Jerk. about it is, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. It's also on Twitch, like how how much it like popped off, and it's like by oh, far the dude. most. Oh, dude, it was yeah. at one point. Uh, it was number two for the longest time. It jumped up to number one. I, yeah, I had, linked to an article there from uh, Esports that I came across just as we started. Overwatch Two beta breaks viewership record for game on Twitch. The test hit it has, 469,000 concurrent yeah, viewers. Yeah. So, And tomorrow... And half of those were with XQC, probably. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and tomorrow, they, um, they're they going to have even more, I'd say, because of the drops. 
Well, and that sort of ties into how Lightforce will probably find his way <laughs> probably. into the beta at this well, point. Well, we shall see. If, uh, if you are like me, watch four hours of streams on Twitch. There's a, there's a million streamers they've listed. Yeah. Um, but if drops are enabled four hours, you get an automatic invite, not a chance for an invite. You get an automatic invite after four hours. Of- if you'd like a few recommendations of some good ones to watch, hit me up on Twitter at SirDrJM. And I'll, uh, I've got a few Shameless that I follow. Plug. Shameless plug. And I did confirm in that article from .esports, XQC himself with well over 100,000 viewers. Other yeah. players uh, playing the game with 20,000 viewers or more included AlphaCast, Lyric, and, oh, Siegel. So Siegel. a few big names yeah, there. A, lo- but. a lot of the old guard, yeah. they kind of return to uh, Overwatch. There, there's a... Uh, f- Five stack was going on before I left for the pod with Seagull XQC, sure for Moon Moon <laughs> and Super. <laughs> so I, I assume Moon Moon also pulled over the twenties. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Well, and just on the content creator side, like I, I'm pretty confident Blizzard went and pep- papered every content creator <laughs> that's that's out there with an invite. Um, but like uh, Tim the Tatman, Doctor Disrespect, Doctor Lupo, like these are. I mean, Tim did have some. Uh, uh, Overwatch, obviously, playtime. He used to be a very passionate Overwatch uh, yeah. player, but like Doc, the Docs. Oh, he actually. he did uh, play a little bit of Overwatch before. He was like a well, I know gold, he was pretty dark. gold uh, uh, Cassidy <laughs> player. But uh, but the thing is, is that if we think about viewership, it was massive, oh, yeah. and and I like as watching Doctor Lupo play. I don't know if this is the type of game that he would continue to come back to. But he was really enjoying himself. Yeah, um, it's, it's a lot of fun. Oh, so and I, uh, sorry. Also, like it was trending on Twitter as well, worldwide. Very cool. Yeah, it, this is this is good for the game. I think you know if we think about the greater community and the cynicism that existed, hmm. there will hmm. still be people like, oh, it's not a new game. I really hate that they're calling it too. It's just a, a DLC. Fine, you're you're never going to be won over. But just me watching it like i feel like jared from silicon valley staring out of the blinds in the window <laughs> like i'm i'm being left on my own and i want in on this so i will be watching those four hours of tomorrow or watching quote unquote yeah. i had a friend who messaged me uh earlier in the day when he got his access and said i find it baffling it took so many years and it feels largely the same and then it is funny because that's kind of the sentiment among like you say, the the more casual fan base. But I think a lot of the people yeah. in the scene, a lot of the people who are big fans of the Overwatch League like us, um, are seeing a lot of the differences. And, you know, that's not necessarily the case with everyone. I saw before we went live, Ryan Force tweeted earlier today, um, for people who say, I can't tell the difference between Overwatch 1 and Overwatch 2. It's not about what they added. It's about what they removed. Might as well be a completely new game, to be honest. And it's got an image mm-hmm. of... Uh, a point here and we've got a Sigma shield. We've got an Arisa shield. We've got BAPS alt plus his drone plus a Symmetra shield or a Symmetra (laughs) wall across the whole place. Peak Um, overwatch. Exactly. And it's, it's totally the, uh, the shield uh, game that, you know, overwatch one is currently at. Um, So it definitely feels, I mean, just from, from what I've seen, a lot of us can see the differences and I think it's going to come down yeah. to playing it. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. It's analogy time again. <laughs> it's like to me, uh, and I know it's not been that long. Obviously I've been playing overwatch 
uh, one whenever I could. Still, my most played game I think this year. Uh, but it does remind me, like, of of a time where you go back to your childhood neighborhood, and oh, there's a uh, this road hasn't been there, or uh, the mall is is uh, has been renovated and stuff like that. It's still the same place, but it feels entirely different in a way. You know, actually, this was probably last week when it was still the Alpha or something. I saw yeah. some images of uh, some of the map changes they've made, some of the more minor map changes. Um, I wish I could remember who tweeted it out now, but it was, you know, there was a point on, uh, King's row. I think it was just kind of showing off to the side, um, where a building side had kind of changed, um, for overwatch Two, And to me, that actually piqued my interest because I was thinking, Ooh, I wonder if that has implications when it comes to the single player, if we're going to be playing on these same maps, but they're going to be adding new avenues into them and that kind of thing. Shoot on that, on that note, before I forget, I think they've already sprinkled some lore uh-huh. or like teasing new heroes. There was a line in my game where I was playing uh, uh, Anna and in spawn Orisa's like, Hey Anna, I forgot the, the exact phrasing. What do you think about that mask vigilante uh, roaming mm-hmm. around in Cairo? And she's like, Oh, someone needs to put a stop to that. I'm like, Oh shoot. Batman. They're, they're dropping Batman. lore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't well, seen anyone commenting on that, but but it's it's there. You heard it here first. Well, Tell yeah, your friends. Yeah. Totally. Tell Avril. Well, I was gonna I was <laughs> actually to say, like that type if you think about it, like that type of content would likely be programmed in. Totally. And right, like would they go through the effort to go and remove every single interaction? Like I think it would be it would be almost a lesser experience if it did it didn't have that. So you kind of gotta pick and choose. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how you know Marvel when they release trailers like oh yeah which characters did they like you know photoshop erase <laughs> for the for the trailer right uh and then in the movie you have all these cameos i think you know we're seeing a little bit of that from blizzard um i wanted to talk a little bit of well as well about the reworks because Arissa, we knew there was a rework doomfist we knew there was going to be a rework uh, both obviously uh were were shared in uh, and in turn now are in game um, you had mentioned though that uh, the Arissa uh, rework felt oppressive. Yeah. Um, so just to to recap, she no longer has her shield, but instead she has a a javelin spin, um, which just destroys everything, but also pushes enemies back. <sighs> yeah. Um, she... She's got an energy javelin that she can throw. It's got some knockback and stun effect to it, and it hurts more if it hits a wall. It's weird. You know how that feeling when you play like a good Doomfist or like how oppressive it would feel when it just pushes you around and you can't do anything about it? So he doesn't feel like that anymore. He's uh, a bit chunkier, a bit slower. He plays a bit differently. Orissa, though, she, she's got that spot now, in my opinion. She feels like playing against the two and you're like, ah, oh, here she comes and you can't really do anything about it. And yeah, it's strange. She's a lot of fun I, to play though. Well, see, and that's the thing. Like if yeah. you think about it, was Arissa a fun character to play in overwatch one? Not particularly. No. What were you? You were a slow, you know, hitbox with a shield that you needed to ensure didn't break before you could toss another one. And then if you were a Reddit Arissa, you were able to go and you know drop people into a hole. She, that was it. She was so boring that I think 
they actually opted to changing the whole character instead of giving all these abilities to a new character, right? Yeah, possibly. They could have, right? To have a, yeah. just another tank that plays like this because it's an entirely different character with the same old skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The um, Doomfist uh, rework that occurred, I mean, again, he is now a tank. Um, the approach is very similar, um, but whereas in the old world, uh, and we would see Doomfist often, especially in, in a shield meta, um, poke in, jump out right this this constant back and forth now he's more like a a winston in mm-hmm. in regards to sort of the dive effect but there's no quick escape necessarily um and in fact it's advantageous to actually take him into the the fight um to you know empower himself so for instance the power block ability allows for him to sort of generate charge for the the rocket punch um which can then be quite a bit more oppressive yeah. whereas the seismic slam this is just him his winston leap in the the last thing i'd say is after you know playing it a little bit and watching other people play it i'm even more curious if possible to see how the pro's gonna mm-hmm. play it even more than before really i'm really curious to see do you well the, i mean I was going to say Scrimbox came out and apparently the first, you know, few weeks of scrims, it was all over the place. Like they went to the yeah, tried and true and I then bet. suddenly there was like, nope. you know, some exploration. While Larissa so. appeared and just wiped the floor. With everyone. <laughs> well, and I was reading the, the, the Scrimbox article and apparently Reinhardt is still sort of He's decent, a, yeah. a top level pick. Um, I'm curious though, because I, I was at Custa that had shared a, a tier list of for the casual player and like Reinhardt is not a good tier pick for a casual player, which worries me because I love Ryan, but I would describe myself as casual. Mm-hmm. It's like a uh, rectangle man. Like for you, it'll be fun. Cause you're not really playing rectangle man. You're playing like the, the talk. He has a shield, the big Genji with the art uh, with the hammer, but Genji. <laughs> that's how that is actually, that's how you play that is how I play right. Did they give so Ryan wall climbing? Is that what I remember? Uh, pretty much. Could you River. imagine? <laughs> For oh, you, it'll be awesome. But the way that he feels now is like, yeah, you're more mobile, more aggressive, but there's not that many uh, players who will just like, you know, uh, sit behind your shield anymore. And, right. And, and mm-hmm. if they do, well, guess what? There's like four or three uh, flanks that they've added now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just a different kind of animal, especially if they have like a, they'll be able to counter you right if they'll bring yeah. in that doom or the winston who has his like zapping ability now or oh <laughs> if it's if it's the orissa oh my god just just run away so if you see orissa playing against you yeah, you just i'm gonna have DC and, nightmares and i'm gonna have nightmares in the night orissa is so scary when she's like <laughs> that strong yeah. i don't know what it is about her those I have I, dead eyes just staring at you with a javelin spinning and you're like, oh, this comes is how straight it ends. for you. And then she throws yeah, a javelin through so your heart. Fast. Yeah. yeah. Well, technically speaking, the beta is a patch that has changed from the alpha, though that said for us, you know, plebs, mm-hmm. uh, let me rephrase that for Omni and potentially Jordan, if he had uh, something better than a potato, um, oh, one more, you'd be playing it for the first time. Yeah. One more note that I wanted to add here. Um, it, I don't know what's going to be uh, the case for the finished product, but for the beta, 
all your settings are still there. You don't need to t retweak your controls and, and, and sensitivity. All that stuff is still in there. Uh, all your skins, even the things that you have apply uh, like uh, active for your, uh, uh, you know, um, sprays, voice lines, whatnot, they're all there. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I should go and maybe open the 746 oh, yeah. loot boxes I have to. <laughs> They're under a category now called uh, classic. If you go I don't like skins or voice lines. I don't know how you can let those stack up. I get them and it's that I need to open this now. At most at a yeah, time I, I have two. I was like that once. And then like I, it just, <laughs> the game got to the point where I just, it was like duplicate, duplicate. Like, I was going to say, I mean, all I get is counts. duplicates now. So. Well, and that was the thing is that the the way the the rng algorithm or whatever the hell it was that worked to to give you wards like i saw no value in this mm. i'm i'm too cheap to spend the coins <laughs> i have i probably have enough currency to unlock everything anyway like it, it just there wasn't anything exciting about it anymore and i think that's the part that that then got to the point where i just suddenly added it all up if they introduced an open all crate button <laughs> and sucks to be you you don't get to see what's in there i'd be okay with that i just then mark all all is seen in the character screen. so what could they do to entice you then what would be something new that they could add to those loot boxes if they said retroactively if you have any loot boxes you open them now you're guaranteed to get one hat i don't know I, I, no but that's the thing is I, I i don't know i don't know if there's anything to entice mm -hmm. me like i i uh, had considered this like Anytime a patch were to come out for Overwatch one, I would go and review what cosmetics were added. Mm -hmm. And if there was something I might be interested in, um, I might open a few of the the boxes for that event. But the moment I got that one, mm -hmm. I was interested in, uh, you know, back up to 648, 649, <laughs> yeah. so on and so forth. Right. Mm -hmm. Like anyhow, um, but here we are uh, at the end of our show. Uh, just wanted to update on one additional thing. We hope to have a pretty cool guest lined up for next episode. Uh, things are not yet locked into stone, so I don't want to commit as to who it is. Um, I will tell you because we have been teasing. We've got some pretty cool guests lined up. This particular guest is a returning guest, whereas the big guest sort of we're, we're alluding to, someone we have never spoken to on the show before. So, you know, read into things as you, as you might think. Um, if you happen to be a patron of our show, you may already know who it is, uh, that uh, will be joining us, uh, early on in the season. And, uh, again, that's just because you support our show and I wanted to give you an insight uh, to, you know, some future plans and, and what have you. Um, but yeah. Hopefully I get to join Omni in the uh, Overwatch 2 beta. Um, hopefully I get in before Jordan gets a new computer. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I just, you know, has there been any indication of how long the beta will run? It goes until May 17th, I believe. May 17th, yeah. May 17th, okay. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't remember if there was a date. Um, hopefully I get in before then. You know, stack up some loot boxes that I won't open. <laughs> I, I kind of also, I mean, just to touch on something very loosely... I hope they do something for people that got into the, this sort of first round. You know, I, I hope they do something for people that were in the alpha and everything, but like, just, you know, give us a, a player icon or something that says, you know, alpha tester, what beta thing? one tester, beta two tester, depending on what you get into. I just think that kind of stuff is cool. You know, I think there was an icon 
Um, cause like I, I remember with overwatch one, I was in the beta. Um, and I want to say there was some form mm. of like uh player icon, yeah. I think, uh, it, I'll be honest. It's been so long. I don't remember. So maybe I'm just misremembering here, but I think there'll be something. Um, but yeah. And Hey, if you happen to be, uh, you know, working for the overwatch league or maybe an overwatch league franchise, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, this uh, podcast would love to be more involved in any which way we could possibly you know, support. We are big fans. We obviously want the league to succeed and the game and all that jazz. Um, oh, Hey, I didn't mention this earlier, but did you see that apparently a content creator received a secret, uh, loot box from the oh, right. defiant? Saw that. Yeah. I'm curious what's in it. And second of all, Hey, Toronto Defiant, if you need to maybe send some secret loot crates yeah, we, we, to people. We've got the postal service here in uh, Western the Canada. Western part of the country, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just saying, not saying, just saying. <laughs> hey, in Vancouver Titans, maybe, you know, you got some stuff too. I mean. And and don't forget Paris Hilton if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just begging here. Don't mind us. Uh, yeah. But uh, what final words of wisdom do you have for the, uh, the listeners this week there, Ani? Next week is Owl Week. So here's a cool owl fact. Oh. They don't, yeah, they don't have eyeballs, but actually telescopic eye tubes. Hence why their necks are so flexible. Did you know that their eyes are completely immobile in their sockets? Hmm. Now you do. iTunes, so, not I eyeballs. Do. Now I do. I, I I tune into our show each and every week to learn stuff. <laughs> Good. And I feel learned now. Learned. <laughs> yeah. That's something. Jordan. Um, I don't have any words of wisdom, but I'm looking for wisdom. If you know a <laughs> company that makes relatively affordable pre-built uh, gaming PCs, uh, hit me up on Twitter at SirDrJM because uh, I'm in the market uh hopefully with a fast turnaround here. So it, it's, it's not a good time. To tell be, me about it. <laughs> building a PC. Like, you, like pre-built's probably the way to go, yeah. but even then, well, I heard it's gotten better a bit though. My, my idea is if I go pre-built, then I know if hopefully when, uh, better graphics cards come available, I can maybe splurge and, and upgrade rather than, yeah. you know, waiting three or four months for something that is capable, right? I mean, I'll be able to get something capable now, given Overwatch 2 is not an overly demanding game. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where my head's at right now. So yeah. I mean it's it's a smart way. It's just a it's a it's a tough time. Yeah. Like anything that requires electronics, microchips yeah. or anything of that sort. Like cars right now, I was reading an article where a woman sold her Jeep that does not run because someone was so desperate for a vehicle that they were willing to buy it. <laughs> And in turn, source the parts from scrapyards and such and fix wow. it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, extreme case here, but it's just, yeah. it is kind of crazy. Touching on that, I had some car repairs recently and uh, they said we lucked out. They had the the part we needed. Uh, one shop in town had it. And if they hadn't had it, they said we we're probably looking at three to four months before they could get that part. So Ooh, yeah, very cool. similar story, but yeah. Is your car able to run Overwatch 2? Uh, potentially. I don't know if it has the inputs for a mouse and keyboard. That's the only problem. I was going to say, is anyone, anyone playing Overwatch 2 on a Tesla right now? I bet Elon is. 
Um, final words of wisdom for me. Um, and as you know, I'm not in the Overwatch 2 beta. I am not at all bitter, but I do feel a little bit lonely. On that note, what do you call a lonely piece of cheese? I got nothing. Provolone. <laughs> I guess I guess you yeah. could. I guess you could. Yeah. That's why you'll stay here right to the end when I can drop the. Oh, you can also do. Joke. You can also say blue cheese because it's sad. I am kind of blue. <laughs> I do. Oh, but if you if you enjoy what you listen to each and every week, whether it be our you know six hour podcast episode for power rankings, um, or maybe our more reasonable one hour episodes as we usually produce, uh, you obviously want to subscribe. We're in every podcast application out there. You can find them all at readysetpwn.com. And if you want to continue the conversation, you're probably wanting to join Ready Set Pwn Discord, which is discord.io slash readysetpwn. On behalf of myself, Chris at Lightforce, Omni at Omni Strife, Jordan at Sir Dr. JM, also the host of the One Man Watchpoint podcast. Make sure you follow RSP on Twitter at Ready Set Pwn. And by the way, catchphrase. Thank you.